Uh, hello there. We're recording an extra long episode again, and now instead of dumping a two-hour plus one, we just decided to split the sucker up. So what you're listening is the first half of that. We talked about Matt Reeves joining Planet of, uh, from Planet of the Apes. He's now directing the Batfleck movie. We talked about Diego Luna. He's now Scarface. And a whole lot of trailers. I mean, a whole lot. So yeah, this is the first part of that. Enjoy it, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello and welcome back to Fiction Faction, your entertainment, TV, movie, podcast from the uh, News Friends Factory. I'm your host, Brian McGovern. To my left, he drives alone. James Smith. <laughs> because he drove here alone today. I mean, yeah, sure. It was really last minute for him here, so he had to go with what he knows. It's very, wow. la- it's very last wow. minute. It's very last minute. It's good uh, to know you care. Sorry about that, James. that time and effort in. Uh, the Thunder was playing uh, the, the Warriors tonight, so I didn't have time to think about much of that. Top dog, Tanya Camiso. Hey, hey. Suffering from a cold, sadly. Yeah, so if you hear any, like, me, like, going oh, like that, ooh. you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I know it's coming. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Uh, and the woman of many faces, Bailey Nicholson. Thanks. And I thought Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's All not right. bad. She I'll is no it. one. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. There's not the many face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah why why, why is that insulting? No We're doing a Game of Thrones thing. I well, thought. she doesn't watch it. So I think maybe she didn't, no she didn't catch your drift there. That's why oh, I think I didn't she, know. Oh, I didn't know. Like, that. I okay. know that part. Right. You know, you're like crazy cool assassin. And she like, she's all blind and she's like a girl has no name. Yeah. 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 No, but then she's not blind anymore. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Stabby, stabby. Plot twist. Yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. Stark. Um, <laughs> I was actually going to go with like something Valentine's related, but I thought it would be a little too cheesy. Valentine's related? Yeah. Cause it's like, when is it? Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, just like, <laughs> I don't know. Just something that, like, uh, now no, I'm just too no. Now I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> totally 21. Um, so yeah, we're on a cold night live from Vancouver. And we got a fun show for you tonight. We got a couple trailers. A lot of trailers, actually. Sorry about it's that. It's a long train. Long choo, choo. train. And a lot of cool <laughs> stuff that we watched recently. Uh, Legion, Santa Clarita Diet, the new Netflix show with Drew Barrymore in it. Riverdale is still coming in hot. Oh, hot God. and steady. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to have a lot to say again. James, I got a message for you from God, and he says, Young Pope is dope. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but let's kick off with a very quick piece of news. You guys remember Green Room? Yes. yes. So the director is making his next movie for Netflix. Ooh. And it was just announced that Jeffrey Wright from Westworld, who was Bernard, is going to be in it alongside Alexander Scott. Who's Scar- Bernard? And I watched like half of Westworld, so this is embarrassing. The guy is, who we, turns out to be the... the he's Anthony, oh, he's Anthony okay, Hopkins' yes. protege. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. So he, he's in it. The Alexander Skarsgård is in it. I don't know who James... Ba- batch Dale is, but mm. Riley Keough. Oh, damn, she's getting all the parts. Well, she did a very good job with uh, Girlfriend Experience, so, and that I nomination mean, probably, probably going to be a very different uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, like, she did a good job with it. Not <laughs> like, oh, God, she got naked, so everyone's calling her. <laughs> well, that's what you meant, right? <laughs> God. 
I mean, that's why you like Riverdale, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> no one gets naked in Riverdale, though. Yeah, but you wish you, Archie would, don't you? You, you have a vivid imagination. Don't lie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about how, how much they pushed the envelope this week. Um, anyways, this project just looks like kind of a very tense thriller. Uh, something about a town in Alaska. Some wolves are like eating children and whatnot. And Jeffrey Wright plays the biologist who comes by to kind of like make sure everything's fine. And it doesn't sound fine. <laughs> if he brings up some of that like cerebral nature that he had on Westworld, like I'm good to go. And I mean, Riley Keough. So, I mean, I really <laughs> liked Green Room. So that's yeah. funny that you brought that up because I was going to recommend that there was a little bit of movie talk going on in the newsroom yesterday. My boss was talking about how much he likes like violent movies or how much his wife likes really violent movies because we're talking huh. about John Wick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was going to suggest Green Room, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Something came up. It's up on Netflix. I saw it got put up Is recently. It really? and yeah. I, was, I wanted to rewatch it. I'll have to um, let him know. I still haven't watched it. You should. You it's should. a really it's fun so movie. It's so good. Really good. And he also, I think the first film that he did called Blue Ruin is up on there. And it, it's, again, living in my Netflix list. Why but I that? heard that's He really likes colors and stuff, right? Because this, green, the, oh, blue, hey. this yeah, thing is called d- Hold the Dark. Oh, it's not, well, dark's well, not a color. Uh, <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. Moving on. <laughs> they couldn't call it like Hold the Black. Yeah. Because that's, <laughs> that's just a whole different thing. I guess thing. the gray was already taken. Hold the gray. So. Oh, God. The gray was so good. You're blowing me flashback to that. Um, <laughs> so in our first piece of news, really quickly, uh, Matt, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves was, uh, sele- has been selected to direct the Batman movie after Ben Affleck kind of bounced. Did he bounce or were they like bounce? Well, the official award is that he wanted to give it his all to the performance, to the art. Mm, okay. <laughs> he couldn't hey. if he was cool. directing. So he backed out and he said, <laughs> we're still in this project 100%. I'm still working on it every day. I still think about it every day. I think about all the money I'm making. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we're committed. Let's go. Let's do it. But he bounced out of the director's chair, which kind of is more of a live by night was a super major flop that apparently cost Warner yeah, Brothers like, like a fucking flop. $70 million. Yeah, but they swear up and down that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like that's, that's the official award. Saying, the official award is he wants to dedicate himself to the acting, but the official, the actual thing is that. See, I'm fine with him not directing it. I don't give a shit because it's gonna suck. But here, the the thing is now is like if he were directing it and like sucks, he would at least have the excuse of like, well, I was directing it. <laughs> now that he's like, I'm gonna devote everything to this. It's like, and it's gonna suck, and it's gonna be like this. And that's are the best. Focus on that's, that ten times more. That's your whole heart. Yeah. Your whole life is this because it sucked. Oh boy. But people liked him as Batman. Like his performance as Batman in Batman v Superman was good. Yeah, I didn't like it. But I, he's wow. still among my favorite Bruce Waynes as Batman. But the thing yeah, he was a better Bruce Wayne than he was a Batman. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's for sure. There was a thing um, uh, I heard Kevin Smith say in an interview where he was friends with someone who he's was, friends with was, everyone. No, yeah, was, <laughs> he knows everybody at DC now. But like, they whoever it was that he was quoting was saying like, when you're doing a Batman movie, you're not you're not casting Batman because. Batman is a mouth in a cowl, right? It could be literally anybody in there. You're casting Bruce Wayne. So guess, if he did a good Bruce Wayne, then that was kind of the point. I don't I know. Mean, but I think it I think it takes something to make the Batman character not like cheesy and shitty. Like it takes some it takes a special kind of acting to to make it to make you actually say, whoa, or like that that was cool, as opposed to being like kind of laughing and being really aware in your mind that that's Ben Affleck. 
I would say most of the blame of like, holy shit, this movie's bad is still on Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> but uh, I, I really like him as Bruce Wayne and as Batman. That's where he gets a little too much into the realm of, holy shit, this movie's bad. But James, I would rebut that point with uh, when you say Bruce Wayne is just the mask and the real person is Batman. So when you're oh. casting him, you're casting Batman. I'm pushing my glasses too. So. <laughs> In the issue, no, 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 whatever. It's it's a stupid point. We're talking about movies. We'll just let so. that question sit with the listeners. Just take that in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like you to edit in about a minute and a half of silence after you say that. That would be that'd be good. That's the that's the argument that every writer uses every time they start writing Batman. Uh huh. Anyways, <clears throat> so Matt Reeves he directed the last two Planet of the Apes. I really like those movies. Well, the I mean, sorry, the last one and the new one coming out this year, I think, or next year. Mm-hmm. They're look, they're very good, but they have a certain color palette to them that is very Zack Snyder close to it. So I hope they can just brighten it up a little mm. bit. We'll see. That's interesting. I never thought of that before. But yeah, now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, that's you're right. It's the same kind of like dark, earthy color yeah. scheme to everything. Yeah. Granted, Planet of the Apes is set in the kind of destroyed world of right. grayness and stuff. And Batman right. is like, we're in a little city, but it's, everything still looks shitty. But no shitty. one's got a dirty red t-shirt. Like everybody's got to have like khaki everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the next piece of news, I feel like we talk about the young Han Solo movie every time we're in, we're in here. <laughs> but there's a rumor by Variety that Sandy Newton from recent Westworld uh, fame uh, is supposed to, has a role, could have a role in the young Han Solo movie. Hmm. Do you remember Thandie Newton? Yes, Bailey? I do. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like during our Westworld talk, uh, Tanya, you and I felt like her her arc, Thandie Newton's arc, was kind of the best, and she was kind of the best part of the show, or at least yeah. among the best. At least one of the most compelling. Or, yeah. Yeah. And easy to follow. And I think it was one of the ones that we followed the most, too. Like Yeah, more, we spent you, a lot of time with yeah. her. Yeah. So... So yeah, no, it was easier because I, I think my my problem with a lot of the, the show was that I felt like I couldn't really get behind anyone. I don't know if it was because we didn't spend enough time with with enough characters or they're just their story wasn't compelling enough for me. But I think she was the closest I got to probably feeling connected to a character that and the scene where Evan Rachel Wood drags him through the church drags um the man in black through the mm. church i was like i can get behind this but other than that yeah it was i don't know but you would you be on board with uh joining oh yeah i like her i think you know she's talented that's cool <laughs> there's no word on the role um but we did discuss a while ago that rumor that someone could play sana solo who's Han Solo's wife and was was that when we were talking about like Zoe Kravitz versus Tessa Thompson that was like the first thing I thought of when you said this I was like okay so it's just like all rumors do we have any decisions about this stuff that's the thing Uh, that one appears to have disappeared Hmm. then Amelia Clark joined which is my fear that she might be that character now oh Uh, sorry Woody Harrelson joins yeah we talked about that and this this rumor came up, and also uh, this show that I've heard a lot of good stuff, but I haven't seen Fleabag, the British <gasps> show, the main girl from it. So good. She might be in this movie as really? well as a CGI character, though. What? The what? Fuck? Why? Like uh, Mas Canada. <laughs> oh. So watch Fleabag, everyone. That's all I have what to say about is that. Fleabag. It's this um, British series uh, about this 
woman in all it's it's hard to describe it's just basically this woman in london and all her kind of um hilarious sexual ex- escapades and it has a lot of like breaking the fourth wall where she'll like talk to the audience in scenes and it's fucking hilarious like a guy will say something completely ridiculous and she'll be like to the audience and it's like it's really hilarious and it also has a very like unexpected emotional kind of sad element to it um she also did a series called crashing that's up on netflix i don't know i saw that yeah the, oh, i didn't watch it but like i'm aware of what you're okay talking about. Yeah. yeah so it's i think she's in a like a remarkable talent because she wrote and and stars in both of them and it's oh my god cannot recommend enough so good fleabag is like on my list of things that i know were critically acclaimed yeah. alongside uh search party then i'm like yeah I yeah, yeah yeah there's I just watch no that too. and i'm pretty, direct venue for me to watch it i'm pretty sure it's only like six episodes too so oh. like it's it's quick to blow through but it's really really good convinced right. <laughs> sold <laughs> yeah a plus pitch <laughs> in our next uh, little bit of news uh diego luna has officially joined the scarface remake we missed this because we were off last week because we did our oscar episode not because we're not on. <laughs> not, not, because someone, that, not because someone didn't want to record because there might be a Super Bowl the next day. Brian. There might be. There was there a was, Super Bowl. I know. There was, there's no might there. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, guys, we might play the Super Bowl. Who knows? Uh, they still played it, though. And Pat's won, by the way. Thank you, James. Uh, yeah, I just Diego, wanted to get that out of the way now. <laughs> Diego Luna is going to play the main character in the Scarface remake. The new piece of news is that the Coen brothers have uh, developed a treatment for the script, so they worked on it a little bit, which honestly, I mean, I'm not going to, like, badmouth Diego Luna, but I was kind of into it now more than I hear that the Coen brothers are involved. But, I don't know, up in the air, just a little little thing before we talk about how we feel about the project. Uh, Antoine Fuqua was supposed to direct it, but he dropped because of uh, The Equalizer 2. Great. And the rumor is that the race is between Peter Berg. Which and, is interesting to me. And David McKenzie, who directed Hell or High Water. Yeah, hmm. I feel like David McKenzie makes a lot of, a lot more sense than Peter Berg to me. Um, yeah, because Peter Berg either, like, he, he does those, like, big emotional, deep, like, you know, Underdog based on a and, true story, yeah. you know, like this crazy survival mission or, you know, like the, the Boston the Boston bombing Marathon and, and, or the uh, Deepwater Horizon. And I also cannot picture a Peter Berg film without a Explosions in the Sky soundtrack. <laughs> so I don't really, I can't, Sweet. I can't picture a Scarface, right <laughs> like, but Scarface with Explosions in the Sky? Yeah, <laughs> I don't sure. know, man. But David McKenzie does um, more kind of like uh, tough crime ridden dramas. So I, I think, yeah, that makes more sense to me here. But that'd be interesting if they went with Peter Berg just to like mix it up. It'd be a weird choice. But the thing probably is that he might be like a big fan or something mm. or like really this. this and his a movies do project. well. So I could. Oh, I they could do see. really well. Yeah. So. Whereas David McKenzie's more on the indie side of things. So. But Hell or High Water got a lot of positive attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like well deserved yeah by the way but so yeah. so two questions how do we feel about a remake of scarface and how do we feel about diego luna in it i'm uh, into all of that yeah. yeah yes yeah to the whole thing yeah. it, it's funny when it when the news initially came out um everyone knows i'm a huge diego luna fan but i don't it's interesting to me because i don't think i've ever seen him play a bad person well it depends so, what kind of argument you have in uh, mama también or rudy oh, Cursi. Well, what? he's just a stupid teenager in that one. You know what I mean? But like, I don't think I've ever, 
yeah, seen him play a bad person. So on one one side, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I can see him in that role. On the other side, I'm, I'm like interested to see him play that. So. See, I kind of love watching actors I like, like be dicks. Yeah. Like in, in a role. Like I love if there's an actor that I've come to like and they always play likable characters. I'm like, OK, show me like show me your bad version. Yeah, like I'm fair. into it. Let's do it. And yeah. I'll and it's almost more respectable if you can if you can hate a character played by someone you oh, like. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. I would say in TV, I always used to say in TV, um, particularly the characters that I would love that I end up loving the most are people that I would hate in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Cause you get to see the, the, the behind the scenes of why they are the way they are. Whereas if you were meeting them in real life, you don't necessarily get that view. So it's always interesting in that way. Yeah. Um, mm. but as for, I don't know, scar, a remake of Scarface. Like, I mean, the, the the movie we all think of when we think of Scarface was a remake. So yeah. like we need a third one now, but I mean, that's kind of the way things go right now. You know, it's like, let's remake everything. There's which money is, in that. Which is why I'm curious. Like, is it a contemporary remake or are they, is it, are they going to yep. try and yeah. Okay. Well then that makes sense. Cause like the original was a, you know, gangster flick, you know, in the time of, you know, mobsters and gangster flicks and stuff. And then they remade it in the eighties as a, or, you know, as like, of the time. So it makes sense if they're going to remake it again, they can, so they're not just rehashing. No, it's like, yeah. So that instead of taking the swing and going for a story that that's interesting, they're just like, here's the story and, and the, um, the Scarface name on it. So it will make, it'll get attention. Nice. Who do we think is going to play the, the sister? Oh, <sighs> that'd be interesting to see the <laughs> casting for that. We'll see. It has to be someone. Hmm. That's interesting because, you know, if it's going to play along with the Latino mm-hmm. uh, influence of the of the character, then they might go for some recognizable name or something. You know who I'd love to see? I just just throwing this out there who is um, I don't know her name, but she's <laughs> I like her I'm so sorry. much. I don't know her name. No, 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 no. It's like it's a anyway. She she's the one who played uh, Pablo Escobar's wife in Narcos. Oh gosh, I didn't haven't seen that. You guys, nobody's watching Narcos. I didn't do Narcos yet. Uh, I, I think I watched the, sorry. the pilot. Brian? No Narcos, Brian. Not yet. Oh uh, God, you guys. But according to IMDb, it's so her good. Name, her name is Paulina Gaitan. Right. She is. She's phenomenal on that. Like she's so good, and yeah, and she's and the thing is, is like she plays his wife, and like in real life, I think his wife was like, I think when they married, he was twenty seven and she was fifteen. Oh, oh boy. Right? gosh. And the actress, I think uh, if I'd done the math right when I was madly Googling the whole cast uh, a few weeks ago, like, I think she's like 24 or something. Hmm. Like, but like they, like they age her in the show a bit and stuff. And it's anyway, she just, I I just, yeah, watching that show, I was like, she's really good. Like, I'd I'd love to see her do some other stuff. But I'd like them to keep with like, you know, actually casting Latin people as Latin characters. Whereas, you know, yeah, so yeah. that would, yeah, yeah, so that would yeah. fit with that. And with the casting of Diego Luna, whereas like in the original, it was an Italian <clears throat> playing a, a Latino. Well, Cause they're yeah. interchangeable apparently <laughs> <laughs> as Hollywood knows. The meetings were like, it was close enough. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little tanned. Well, they got the actor that they want, but <laughs> <laughs> back then and still today, it's about who's in it, not like what color yeah. skin is. Mm. But anyways, um, you know, I'm happy that Diego Luna's gonna get that money. You know, go out, go do it, boy. Get yours. Get, yeah. get yours. Like, put your name out there. We'll see if we'll see if it pans out. I mean, I'm just not excited whenever whenever anything's like, 
Remake. Reboot. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, it's so. true. If it's something I'm not crazy attached to, it doesn't bug me as much, which is why mm. I think I'm cool with this. I'm like, yeah, bring it on. Because like Scarface isn't a movie where it's like, oh, but it's like one of my all-time faves or something like that. It's like like I I only kind of half remember it. I feel like I saw it a really long time ago. Oh. I'm like down for I mean, another you're not one. Like, like a let's die do hard it. fan, like all those forty year old men that still live in their <laughs> mother's basement hey. and have a scarface hey poster hey. in their man cave. <laughs> I don't resemble any of those qualities you've <laughs> no, just you described. So no, <laughs> it's it's I right think... next to my Goodfellas poster. All right, <laughs> there you go. God, Goodfellas is so good. Um, it is so good. Our last piece of news. This one's an odd one. I, I'm very excited to see James' reaction to it. Taika Waititi, who is directing the Thor movie, the new one. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. He, thank you, James. Thanks <laughs> for the assist. He will be co-directing a movie about Michael Jackson's pet monkey, Bubbles. Here's the quote. <laughs> <James>. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. Okay. I'm Sorry, not interested continue. in making a biopic. I want to focus on telling a story that blends fact and fantasy about an animal trying to make sense of the world. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like Nicolas Cage's character in Adaptation, where he's like, I want to make it about, I don't want it to be about the orchid thief. I want it to be told from the point of view of the flower. Like <laughs> some. I'm just like having a hard time imagining this. But then I think why, is the thing. why, why not any monkey? Why this monkey? Why Michael Jackson's monkey? I mean, it's a good monkey. It's like a super famous monkey. Like. Super famous monkey struggles. <laughs> any day of the. <laughs> it's your it's your fly on the wall kind of view yeah. into the Michael Jackson world. But like, I, I don't know how I feel about any any movie that's like I want to talk about Michael Jackson's life. Like, has there been a good one ever? I don't think Definitely so. Definitely not that episode. Definitely not that. that. Show that That's we... like what I think of now. No. But I just, I don't know if it's been well done yet. And it scares me because it has so much potential to be done horribly on so many levels. Not even just like making the the, the costume and the makeup look horrible, but just like mm-hmm. a whole multitude of landmines to step on with, with that kind of project. So I don't know. Strange. So any other week... I would have said, yeah, this sounds really weird. Who cares? What is? What are we doing here? Blah, 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 blah. I just watched The Hunt for the Wilder People on Netflix. And this is a movie by Taika Waititi. And this movie changed my life, my dudes. Oh, my God. This movie is so good. Wow. You, this is homework for everyone. Hmm. Not, not really. But if you want a really good time, like a Wes Anderson-style movie that just goes insanely crazy and has so much heart, you have to watch this movie because... It is absolutely stunning. The, it's beautiful. It's It has, again, I, I'm going to go back to heart a lot. It, it's just brimming What's with it spirit. About? So it's this kid in New Zealand who is bounced around uh, adoption and kind of like, you know, doesn't really have a, uh, any kind of solid formation. He gets dropped with these farmers and one of them is Sam Neill. Shout out to Jurassic Park. And they're adopting him. They're trying to like make it work. He is not. He hates the kid. He's like, I don't really care about you. And the mom, well, the woman, she sadly passes. And then they form a bond in their time in the woods. They kind of run away from the system and the police and everyone. And then they start chasing after them. It's absolutely saney. It's goofy. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. It's perfect. I almost cried. Like I loved it. I loved this movie and I recommend it. And I'm so sad that I didn't watch it in theaters when I knew 
it looked good enough. Like to, I don't even think I heard about it really. It came out just for like it was one of those like it com- it comes out for two weeks at the Odeon oh, okay. and yeah, then yeah. disappears forever. I'm so glad it's on Netflix. Like this is mandatory watch for me a couple wow. times a year now. Hmm. So now you're like a believer of this Bubbles movie because you're like now I'm like if it's a <laughs> sany funny type of movie like that like I'm I'm all in. If it tries to be a, a <laughs> biopic, then yeah, sure. Like uh, who cares who's gonna play Michael Jackson? You know, if it's from the perspective of the monkey and it's just kind of a weird, crazy adventure or a weird kind of thing, like he already says, like blends fact and fantasy, and that's kind of the way that that movie works. Like uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, it's not really real, but it's not really fake. It's it touches on like the the element of this is in the real world and it stays grounded within it. it I I love I love that movie, and I think I will give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm suddenly picturing this as like a Michael Jackson and his monkey version of that movie where Kevin Spacey turns into a cat. Oh, no. Yep, that's suddenly what I'm picturing where no. now we have Bubbles talking. Yeah. Oh. No. I gave that whole thing and you just come back to me with nine yep. lives. Yep. There's a time and a place to throw in nine lives. That was not That it. wasn't it. I knew it wasn't it because <laughs> Bailey didn't like react right away because she despises that movie. I do. I will not. not well, you're you're so glowing. I just wanted to give a counterpoint. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's, I, it's I get what you mean. It's fair to be can skeptical. Be, I'm like, re- it sounds fucking weird. I'm afraid, but <laughs> I, I, I believe in Taika, so I'll I'll, I'll give him the benefit of, of the doubt. Quick little animal piece of news. Uh, We're doing this now. <laughs> we should the, have the, like a, a piece of animal related movie woof, news woof. every time. The video of the <laughs> of the dog from A Dog's Purpose, fake. Yeah, that's what they say. Fake news. Oh, God. Uh, there you go. Fake facts. animal news. You did it, Peter. But, I mean, who cares about that movie? It has Dennis Quaid in it, sadly. So now... Hey, what's, what's your hate on with Dennis Quaid? No, I love Dennis Quaid. <laughs> oh. I'm just sad he's in oh, okay. that movie. I thought you were like, who cares about that movie? as Dennis Quaid. I know. I was like, oh, I was like, wait, what? I needed a pause between that. Apologize to Dennis Quaid. Love everything he's done, except for... Let's not get into that. <laughs> so now, guys... James is back, so we're going to jump into the trailer talk. I mean, it's trailer train. Choo-choo. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like I mentioned, we got a long one, and let's start with uh, The Circle. So this is a movie with Emma Watson? Yeah. Yeah, Emma Watson. (laughs) Not Hermione Granger. Not Hermione Granger. As she is, I'm sure, often called. Yeah, probably. No, I mean, she has a big fan. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so this movie kind of looks like, you know... And Tom Hanks, by the way. Yeah, Tom Hanks plays... Okay, well... Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say that when you were selling it to us. You were just like Hermione. And I'm like, dude, Tom Hanks. Well, she's kind of... You know, she's still up and coming. You know, Beauty and the Beast. Up and coming. I she's think, like I extremely she's, famous. She's <laughs> like, like, this I mean, little British actress who's just... Well, have you guys heard of Emma Watson? I no. just saw... <laughs> I mean, I mean, it like, it like I just saw the bling ring and <laughs> she blew me away. <laughs> I mean, in, in like we in, lost Tanya. <laughs> that movie's so bad. It just reminded me. I don't, I don't hate it, but that's a oh, different oh conversation. Gosh. I mean, like, I don't want to say like high quality movies, but I mean, like. She's been trying to do, I feel like she's been, she's done a lot of movies since Harry Potter. And I think she's trying to do the big one. And it, I don't know, like she's crazy famous and she does decent movies, but that big one hasn't happened yet. That like, oh, Emma Watson. Whoa. Like like, a solid performance Yeah, big, like it hasn't happened yet. So this looks to break the mold of that. So basically she gets a job at this Google type uh, company 
And things start to go a little south with how the culture in their works. Tom Hanks, you guys mentioned, he plays like the CEO. He's like the Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs kind of thing. And it'll just, you know, it's very unnerving. It's very, gets a little creepy with the whole, there's cameras everywhere and we're going to solve all the world's problems and whatnot. I'm just saying, even just the name of like the the circle would like creep me out and make me not want to apply there. <laughs> like, just some, even just the name I on mean, its if, own sounds really foreboding to me. But if that was the thing, like you would be used to it. Yeah. Like we're all like, oh yeah, throw it up in the cloud. <laughs> like that's weird if you take a step back from it or like Google it as a Google. I don't right? know. Circle seems like cultish, you know? The, yeah. Maybe that's the what they're trying to go has, for. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess, but I'm just saying like. It'd be better if it was like Hooli. Oh my god! You're fired. Keep okay. You got it. Yeah, I did. You got it. Don't 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 give me shade. You got it. That was a Silicon Valley reference. Yes, I know. John Boyega is in this movie, and he your other boyfriend. He looks very <laughs> very intriguing in this movie. He, he kind of looks like you know he's has a thing of his own, but is welcoming in uh, Emma Watson into the into the role in the company. But I mean, the the moment that really made me kind of like. Ooh, is when there when there's two people asking her, why didn't you come to this meeting or something like that or this party or some event? And she just kind of mentioned like, oh, my dad, you know, and then all, it's all about the dad for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, it's just the whole like information and everything's out there and anyone can find out about you in a second. No, no, nothing else. Uh, the, uh, watching the trailer, it... it 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 made me think of the movie Antitrust. So it stars Ryan Phillippe, Rachel Lee Cook, Claire Forlani, uh, Forlani, Laney, whatever her name is, Tim Robbins. And it's like, it's a similar thing. It's like a computer programmer's dream job at a hot Portland-based firm turns nightmarish when he discovers his boss has a secret and ruthless means of dispatching antitrust problems. Hmm. But again, it's that same kind of like the company's everywhere and knows everything you're doing. And at first it's all parties and glamour. And then it's like, Oh, it turns dark for our hero who has to find a way to bring the company down from the inside and expose the dark secrets and let people know that they're being controlled and stuff. Like it's a, and that movie was what, like 2000 or something like that. Yeah. Long time ago. 2001. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like, Oh, so they just seems just like an updated version of that. When you put it that way too, it makes me, draw comparison to Mr. Robot a little bit. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it, it plays with the element, right, of this big big companies that we trust and, you know, use every day, but they, they're getting so much out of people, out of users. And, you know, we don't, there's no real clear, that's the one thing I'm, I'm kind of curious about the trailer or what the plot of the movie turns out to be, that, you know, there's just this whole thing about, like, there's cameras everywhere and, like, so she's going to get followed or watched or what's the actual like, oh, my God, they're doing this moment thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's good that we don't know that. Yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I no. prefer. And like, yeah, it's an, I can see how I'm sure there's a whole handful of other movies or shows that we could compare this to if we really thought about it, because oh, it's yeah. an easy concept. Right. We're like in, in this in this day and age. It's 1984. Like, it's Big Brother, yeah, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm regardless, you know, of how kind of obvious the plot might be, I'm, I'm into it. Like, I'll see it. I I actually really kind of like in a weird way when she does a, an American accent because it's like not quite perfect and i don't know why I, I like listening to it that irritates me that i really, <laughs> i don't know what it, it really is. takes me out like you got a real thing with accents we're, Tanya. i don't it's know really taking you out yeah of like even we're gonna talk about riverdale later but even with um archie like his fucking new zealand accent comes out all the time and i'm just like you're supposed to be this all-american character 
and I have and I hear that New Zealand twang like I don't know it's just it's a pet peeve but yeah it doesn't bother me uh I remember back in the days of the OC Marissa Cooper she's like either one of her parents is from England so she has like a weird accent where it's like half British like half American and every yeah and with certain words it would come out I would notice and I I don't know I was just always like okay like if I don't know slight accent issues like that I'm like down with so not that that's like my whole reason for wanting to see the circle but the first time (laughs) I saw her do the American accent was in Perks of Being a Wallflower and it that took me out too oh really yeah that was a sweet movie yeah, I like that movie I li- too. Yeah, I really like that movie. Shout out to the producer of this movie who watched Boyhood and was like, yo, oh, let's get yeah. this kid to keep ranting about the system. Oh my God. Yeah, who really his <laughs> acting, I don't know. There was the one scene I've, where like his acting was a little bit, I don't know. It kind of seemed a bit much. Well, it but, feels like they watched, they showed him the scene from Boyhood and just like, do this. Oh, I haven't seen what? Boyhood, so I can't oh, make that. Oh, you yeah, haven't I was seen so Boyhood? Lost there. Sorry. <laughs> Holy like, we, shit. Yeah. Guys, we're finding out so much He was you. in wow. the Obama no biopic. It was very good. <laughs> he was Obama's no white friend in Barry. Oh, it's absolutely... It's, it's, it's fantastic. I'm sure, I'm sure it's fantastic. I just, it just, there's nothing about it that's interested me. Um, yeah. Is it okay. not Courtney Cox? What's her name? Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. She's, oof, she's absolutely <laughs> stunning in that movie. Yeah, like, I don't she's, really... Her performance is incredible. I don't know why I missed that one, but I just did. It was just something It was never, very good, but... I think all I was going to say, I guess now I can only relate to you because we're the only ones who've seen Boyhood. But yeah. the thing about his acting in that when he was like so teenagery, it's like because when you're not a teenager, you look at teenagers talking and you fucking cringe. Like that's that was the point of it. Like I definitely heard. Oh, I definitely heard that feedback from boyhood of him it was like okay it's a bit much like so if it's but if it's the same if, if his acting is like that in this movie, then I'm going to be like, oh, OK, you've lost me a little if, if well it looks like grown up who's kind of i mean there's been this this role has been played many times of the boyfriend or girlfriend who's like, like you're just you too hooked see up what they're doing yeah this, the the man is getting to you like stop it with that computer or like you know he even had that character in the devil wears prada actually that was <laughs> my example too <laughs> <laughs> literally yes. i was like i forgot his name but i was like the fucking adrian devil. grenier there we go uh, yeah. yeah i was like that was oh. yeah that was for like his only purpose yeah, yeah. just to be like can't to you like, see you you're one of them like now them. I liked you before, even though I made fun of the way you dressed. Right? Oh, good point. (laughs) Right? I kind of hated him. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, dump him. Get out. He's a dick. Anyway. (laughs) The next trailer we're going to talk about, uh, really quick, Stranger Things during the Super Bowl. Came out. was really excited. James Lego, my ego. And, I mean, uh, you you and I are the only ones who finished Stranger Things, right? Yeah, I finished it, yeah. Bailey, you haven't watched it because you are like, against the man and you're like, this show is not for me because everyone loves it. They shoved it in my face too much yeah. and I, now I need to like give it time before I watch it. That's just how I roll. Also, I watched like a scene with Winona Ryder and I was like, mm-hmm. she's kind of overdoing it a oh, little bit. Yeah, she's, and it turned me off. So. Like, oh, she's so good in it. And Tanya, you didn't watch, you didn't finish it because you were protesting it, it, that because it came out around no. the same time with the get down oh, and nobody shit, cared you know about me. the get down. I was literally going to stop you and be like, actually, it's because the get down was out. And yeah. Damn, get dunked on, son. No, I know. I know. I remember because you said you were mad that the show was getting so much acclaim while the get down, in yeah, your opinion, was better. the get down literally came out like a week or two later and then it ended. That's yeah, what that was probably poor planning on whoever decided that. They just needed some uh, some Eggo waffles in it to make it a little bit better. Anyways. <laughs> it's like set in the same time period almost, though, so it's kind of weird. Mm. Yeah. A little bit before the get down, though. Sorry. Anyways. Just really quickly, teaser trailer. 
quick shots. Very good. No kind of what the plot is about. We have guess, guesses and whatnot. Ghostbusters outfits for the win, my man. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I'm so but you have to wait till Halloween. God, that's the other thing, though. Like, it came out in April, right? Last year around, around that time? I have no idea. August. <laughs> no. It was August. I think it, it wasn't that long ago. It was August. Somebody bust I feel this like myth. It was a little bit earlier in the year. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'd be willing to bet that it was around. Okay, let's play April? some bets. <laughs> it's gonna start with an A. Large, I'm trying to think of the get down. Large fries from anywhere. Not really. I'm gonna go August. August what? Because I'm gonna also go August. But whoever's closest. I'm gonna say like. <sighs> I'm doing 25th. I don't know. I'm gonna remember say like the August. Days. Second, okay. like the beginning of August, and Brian says April around April. Okay, because I want to say A- sorry, April, August, August twenty fifth, August second. You need to pick an April date. Oh god, yeah, that's right. Have you already seen it, James? Yeah, like, I looked, you know I looked the up date. the answer. Yeah. Well, then if but if it's close to April, he automatically wins. So it doesn't matter. It's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to. What is it? what is it? July fifteenth. Oh, Tanya oh, was the closest. Damn. Yes. One large fry for Tanya from anywhere. One the large, get down one large fry. Came out in August. We're going to mash up like six <laughs> potatoes, press them together, and drop that shit in some oil. And you get to pick who's on the other end of the fry if you want a lady in the trampet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian will serenade you. <laughs> oh, I just want to hear man, you I'm sing hungry, Dean Martin. Guys. <laughs> All right. That was a little, that was a little weird. Um, what? <laughs> So keeping up with the Netflix shows, we got the first full trailer for Iron Fist. This is the mm-hmm. last superhero show before the Defenders. Uh, nope. I don't care. I just bring me back Jessica Jones. I yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, I don't honestly. care about this. I'm like, cool. Like I'm gonna watch a white guy do martial arts. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't care. None of that enticed me at all. Any of that trailer. And fall in love with the Asian one because they definitely hinted towards that. Yeah, and she's like, you yeah. need me. And it's like, oh, is it because like yeah, you're, you're Asian and he's not? Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. You're going to help him fight? James, I get the feeling that you actually liked it. I did. Oh. No, listen. It's, it's <laughs> fine. Here, here's the thing. I was really excited about the show because I, I love Iron Fist, the character. It's, it's a tremendous character. Sadly, a very weird origin because of the times he was made in the 70s. Yeah. So kung fu movies were all the rage and they were just like let's just put this guy who's bruce wayne basically the tone seems kind of fun like i love claire's line like i'm the iron fist what what the hell does does that that mean mean? yeah i'm just so like i know that's her function but i'm always like can she have her own show yeah i know she's like the best in everything she's the best in every show you know in all the shows she's like kind of the best character i'm like i don't care about you man and she always just pops up like you need to help or like tries to get people to, and I'm like, can't you, don't you just sometimes just want to stay home and just like not motivate <laughs> everyone around you and right. just like do your own thing for like one night, just That's chill with yourself. She's yeah. such a good person, such a, like an honorable hero and whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she should get her own show, but that'd be really weird how the dynamic of that would work. Like her shifts at the night nurse working with superheroes. Anyways, James. Yeah. Huh? Music was really good. Yep. I'm into it. However, now that we have the visual of Danny Rand kind of like, hey, I'm here and I'm, I'm doing good and I also know super kung fu and whatnot, it's, it, it, it starts to itch on my, mm, this looks a little bad because it's, you know, it's this super white dude and you're just like, 
grade, he he gets trained and becomes the best of the martial arts and whatnot. Oh, also, I have well, to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was the only other thing I'm going to say about this is that through that whole trailer, um, I don't know if you guys remember when Gossip Girl came out and the whole first episode of Gossip Girl and all the trailers and shit is like, where has Serena been? Serena's back. Oh my God, where's she been? <laughs> and that's all I could think of when they were like, where did you learn martial arts? Where have you been? He's back. Like I don't know why. I mean, I guess that was they're what I got. both set in New York. I don't know. That's and so revolve funny. around like white blonde people. Okay. I have no. I don't know. But that was the vibe I got. Was like, That's where's he been? Ooh, oh, scandalous! Where did you learn martial arts? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious, Brian, why why his like origin story is bugging like bugs you? Like why that? Because like because do you does it bug you when you see this? Because it's essentially the same as like the Green Arrow or Batman or like it's oh the yeah, same but pre- there's the same a, basic premise. Yeah, 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 definitely. But there's a there's the difference where like you know they're they're still not super cool but with batman you get into the he's trained all over the world like he's not he didn't land in a asian town village that got he got trained martial arts like we see that in the in in batman begins right but yeah throughout history in my opinion like in, in my own visualization of batman's origin is he's trained in brazil he's trained in europe he's trained everywhere like you know he, he's had a tons of that with iron fist is he's the best in kung fu because he's he went to this place and he became the best there and he's the destined one and he has the the power of the iron fist. Mm-hmm. Cause he can harness his chi. His chi. So it it just it starts to feel bad once I see it on the full screen. Because in the comics it's been accepted or it's been like yeah. a thing where like now and we've had many iron fists before that the role has changed. And here is like the big introduction and the big ugh. So it just feels a little like whitewash to you? Is that yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. How did you feel about Doctor Strange? I haven't seen it yet. But in but as a I was I was kind of upset that dude goes to dude goes to an Asian country, studies there for a while for a bunch, becomes the best and saves the world. Like the the difference there and I think people were really upset mostly because they had taken um I don't remember the name of the character that Tilda Swinton played. The Asian one. Yeah. Yeah, that was supposed to be an Asian character and casted it with a white woman. Whereas this I mean, they could maybe there's a character that they've done that with also that we haven't seen in the trailer. But I mean, I, that's the story, isn't it? That he's a white guy that like it's not like they've casted a white guy in an Asian mm-hmm. character's yeah. no, place. No, right. No, so no. it's a little different in that way. They're not, you know, completely fucking with people and white I, and whitewashing the character. The character is white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's yeah. an interesting com- question, though, to compare it to Doctor Strange. Like, it's making me think. I don't know if it's just that, like, the delivery of, like, I, I haven't seen Doctor Strange either. But in terms of the trailers and stuff, maybe just the delivery was different and better for me. Whereas this looks very much like cheesy kung fu movie starring a white dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's something about the delivery and the packaging, perhaps. Hmm. Also, Doctor Strange is is like, yeah, he goes to to a... Uh, Asian-looking town to train and become the master of this thing, and be and because he is Doctor Strange, he is the chosen one, the greatest one, and gets the, all the powers in the eye of Agamotto. But with that, you open the mystical realms and you open magic and you go in dimensions. Yeah, and that's true. Whole thing of there's like, a whole other thing okay, there. But will with Iron Fist, it just becomes uh, kung fu and a, pre- a predominantly uh, Asian culture art. Now, uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to just interject and, dis- and disagree there. I feel I think the Iron Fist thing d- does actually delve into the mysticism 
because remember we're all building towards one just as like um the marvel movies are building towards infinity uh infinity wars right um the marvel netflix shows are building towards defenders and if you well okay i guess you didn't really see it so much in um definitely didn't see it in in um luke cage, cage. a little bit in jessica jones maybe but um in Daredevil, you definitely saw this kind of mysticism thing working its way in and, and a certain amount of magic and like, especially in the last episode of the second season where there's like a, there's a, um, you know, essentially resurrection mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I don't know the character's name, but the little Asian woman that like, she's kind of like, yeah, yeah. And figures, like, she's, yeah. she's clearly got, she's not just a martial artist. Like there's a, there's a, um, she was in this trailer as well, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah exactly. She's probably the... going to play the main <clears throat> villain in it. Okay. Exactly. So like her, so like him harnessing his chi in that is more, is not just like, oh, he's really focused and can punch really hard. It's, it's literally a superpower derived from like a, like a spiritual practice. Like he meditates a lot. He's got the, like there's, there is a magic involved. It's not huh. just, so I, I don't think it's just like, oh, a white dude becomes the best at Kung Fu. It's, I think it is, it's plays into that greater kind of mysticism. It plays into that, but Danny Rand was still chosen to become the <coughs> the host of the Iron Fist and mm-hmm. be the representative as the as the best fighter from Kunlun. So mm-hmm. I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I, I really love the character, so I, I would love to enjoy yeah, the show. He's a cool character. Yeah, yeah. I would love to enjoy the show a ton because also I cannot wait for the Danny Rand-Luke Cage relationship in the defenders. Like I'm dying to see that because that's such a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that's interesting to me. Yeah. They're yeah. like best really? buds. There's they're best friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the, huh. the, the, they are the original, um, heroes for hire. Heroes for hire. Yeah. Oh, that they're intrigues s- me. They're so awesome. And the, and, uh, what's her name? Carrie Ann Moss's character in, um, in Jessica Jones, in Jessica Jones, in the comics, that's a, of course a dude, but like, um, he's, that lawyer acts as the, the, their agent. So like there's, Ooh. there's all these tie-ins and these characters, these little, this little pod of characters are involved in several sort of team up little mini teams and stuff like heroes for hire defenders, et cetera. So yeah. Anyway, That's sorry. cool. <laughs> I feel like it's gotta be easier for you to like see through to like the heart of what a show is going to be though. Having like known and read these characters, yeah, like definitely. we're cu- Tanya and I are coming at it from a lot right. more of an outside perspective uh-huh. and we're seeing this trailer and going like, no, nah, this looks like a mm-hmm. white dude in Kung, doing exactly. Kung Fu. Like, you know, we're just seeing what's presented where you packaged. guys can make that, that connection to other things, mm-hmm. you know, or like the bigger picture. So that's a very good point. One of the best and, ways that I felt about the show was there's this tweet from some movie critic from the verge, I think kind of saying like how to be excited about iron fist and stay woke <laughs> that's essentially it's essentially. like most media right. this, the, these days right but anyway james wrap it up on you oh i was i was gonna say the the as much as i am actually i am excited for iron fist and i was hesitant after luke cage because the second half of that series or season was pretty rough <laughs> but um but i am excited for the show um i feel like the trailer it bugged me for, for really for two reasons, even though I still got excited by it. Um, one, because I feel like half the, half the trailer is there for people who've watched to, for people who've already seen the other Netflix sh- shows. Like there's, you know, the Claire, the Claire tie in. There's the, yeah. I can't remember her character's name. That, that, that little, the Asian, the evil, Asian like she, she was like in Daredevil. Yeah. Anyways. She's like, she's clearly like, you know, hundreds of years old or some shit. And like, 
there were like little little threads pulled from the other shows in that trailer. So it's like, oh, okay. Like that's why we should be excited. Yeah. It's and they're like, The Last Defender. Like they're not they're selling that trailer's selling the show. Um, not on its own merits of like, look at how cool the show is. It's like, this is the one you need to see for all the other ones to be worth it. Like, it's a weird sort of thing that they're throwing. That's interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't really know that anybody's going to go into this, watching this, having had no prior exposure to any of the past three. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. That's a, that's a big part of their audience. Right? Yeah. yeah. At this point you're in or you're out. Like yeah. the test will be 10 years from now. If someone's like, Goes back and go like yeah. gets Netflix and whatever and like Iron Fist. I love that and like yeah. Fair wait, enough. what? And then oh, you gotta watch Daredevil. You gotta watch Luke. It's kind of hard to have. Jones. It's kind of hard having all these and then you know they're gonna try to link them. You know, all they like all have links to each part. other. Yeah. Well, because the thing of it is, is they're not all like made equal. Like I find like Jessica Jones, I loved. Luke Cage was like okay. It had its good parts. It had its shitty parts. Mm. Daredevil, I didn't watch, so that but one I can't weigh in on. But definitely it's, super. More superhero-y. Yeah. So yeah. they're all, they're, they're very different and they're not all kind of made equal. Yeah. Like you can't go into it and be like, okay, I loved Jessica Jones. So I'm going to love all the ones they do. Cause it's like, you're not. So see, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say that too. I would, I'm interested to see if, if Iron Fist hooks me because again, Jessica Jones, I loved the other two. I did not finish because I would go so far and I was like, nothing's really keeping me here. So I feel like I would want at least one more, you yeah. know, like a, a t- mm-hmm. to, to be invested in at least half of the defenders going into the, to the defenders, right. When that comes out, um, it's hard. Cause it makes me feel obligated. Like I have I, to watch them, right? but, but I don't. And now I feel yeah. even more pressure to want to like Iron Fist for that reason, because, you know, I don't want to go into Defenders just giving a shit about Jessica Jones <laughs> yeah. and oh, Claire but, Temple whenever she yeah. shows up. But you, you, shouldn't, know? you shouldn't feel pressure to like him, especially because the test is right there is the Avengers. We got Thor movie that was meh, Captain America movie that was OK. Pretty That's good. true. Iron Man movies that were good and then bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hulk movie that was bad. That's so, interesting. Yeah. That's and, a good comparison. Yeah. Sprinkles of Hawkeye and Black Widow every now and then. <laughs> and then you get the movie and you're like, holy shit, Thor is my favorite. Huh. Oh my God, Hulk is my favorite. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Coming out of it. That'll be interesting. So yeah. that's the thing. I think... To see if that happens. To me, the most exciting thing is for someone to... I love Daredevil. I love Daredevil season two. I didn't really, really get into Jessica Jones. Watch the Defenders and like, oh my God, Jessica Jones is such a good character. I need more back. of her. Go yeah. back and watch yeah. her show. I think Iron yeah. Fist is going to be my Hawkeye. I, I hate Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other thing with the trailer that bugged me was like, it felt like we've already seen it before. Like mm. we've seen, cause like, it's like, Oh, I'm going to go back. I mean, it's very Batman, like Batman, Batman Green, begins, Arrow. Just, Green Arrow. Like again, it's a very similar kind of character in, lot, in those ways. And but like, it's like, Oh, we're going to go back and there's, there's something wrong in the system. And there's like, there's corporate greed and like uh you know like uh gotta save my yeah, company and, and there's blah, blah, blah. there's corruption and yada yada it's like didn't we just watch three fucking series about this like mm-hmm. i mean jessica jones not so much but i mean like i guess three seasons so like the daredevil daredevil and you know i'm just like eh, like but yeah. we, we already saw this can but you can you give us something other than and then especially and I should be more, I guess, more excited by the tie-in. But it's like, and then it's like, oh, we've already seen fighting corporate greed. Can we do something else? Oh, and you're going to tie it into the same corporate greed. Okay. So it's like, 
It's just like that was a little like oh, it might took a little bit of the wind out of my sails because I was like, eh. but then he starts fighting and I'm like, oh, all right, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How do you feel about no costume? No, co- I, I feel pretty good about no costume. How <laughs> fucking weird, though. Daredevil is going to be the only one jumping around in tights. And That's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, God. but they can't, weird. they can't put him in this comic book costume and have anyone take this show seriously. Well, that's the thing. Where he's shirtless with the... I mean, they show the tattoo. Like, yeah. it is there. But, like, shirtless, green pants, yellow sash, black, like, pirate now cowl with a pointy this. nose. Like, <laughs> no one's going to take that this. seriously. You <laughs> can't even come close. It could be a That's variation, hilarious. right? Like the, mm. like the Daredevil one is very different because it's armor-like, right? It's not... Yeah, but it has the same general red. color shape. Like, it's still got the horns and that. It can it's be. It, the close. Iron Fist... It can be. It can be that. But I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I, I, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. I, I don't need it. Luke Cage better get a yellow t-shirt, though, for Defenders. For sure. <clears throat> Our last couple trailers we're getting to the caboose (laughs) we have uh what the caboose of the trailer train oh yeah (laughs) good good (laughs) trains don't even use cabooses anymore (laughs) we gotta talk about a movie that uh, that's got you bailey excited uh this is get out yeah this is the jordan peele uh from kim peele fame directed movie it's a horror movie starring allison williams and daniel kaluuya oh yeah that's right I, i really like this guy and my man, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. <laughs> the minute he shows up, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So he's this just having an awesome, like, time. he's just having Career, a good time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just going for him. So this, this trailer came out of Chile a while ago, but we, we missed it because we just kind of talked about how Jordan Peele was going to get to direct this movie. And that was it at the time. There was nothing else. I think Allison Williams was in the cast already. But... It's a very funny, like, this is a horror movie, but it's going to make you think a little bit, hopefully. Yeah, I'm into it. I think the first time I watched the trailer, I was like, I didn't really know what to make of it on the first go, but I realized, like, no, I'm into this. Like, trying to do kind of a mix between an obvious, like, horror flick, like, it's trying to freak you out and do some weird stuff, but it's also, like, a racial commentary. Yeah. Like, I'm very interested to see how it actually goes. For this one, I feel like it might be one of those instances where, and not that the, tra- the trailer's not bad, like, the trailer got me interested, but where the movie itself might kind of unfold better than than the trailer looks, you know what I mean? Because I it's really a bit like jumpy. the trailer. It's good, it's just, I can see how it could be not maybe taken as seriously or how it might not look as like freaky as the movie could be because huh. it, it jumps around a lot. You know what I mean? So like I, I liked it and I, I am just saying, I think the movie is going to be better than the trailer even looks. Okay. Which makes me excited for it. Uh, I don't know. Like I was, I it took me a minute to figure out what, what it was the trailer for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was like, what, what is happening? And then it just felt really uh like, because it didn't get into like the sort of horror elements until the latter bit of the trailer. So I was just like, what is happening? Is this whole thing <laughs> just about how like there's rich white people don't like black people? Like, like it was a weird, I was trying to, I just, I just couldn't make sense of it. 
Uh, so well, it I don't did know. kind like, of I like think... a weird thing at the beginning where it's like they're getting ready to go away and the, like yeah. the classic horror movie setup where it starts out calm and then like something then comes it's... out of the road and hits their car and you're like what? But then that has nothing to really do with it anything. Has nothing to do with anything. It just yeah, gets so you into like, knowing it's... that it's a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. Like it's a little suddenly, jumpy. And then suddenly the trailer's back to like look who's coming to dinner. With yeah. Sydney exactly. It's like, okay. And I just like, like how weird it is because I think it's supposed to be that weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what does the thing? Let's set the clock a year ago, and Keanu's trailers were very <laughs> weird and very. <laughs> what is Keanu. this though? Keanu's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it is. It is, and that's why I'm really excited about this movie. But Keanu, I think, suffered from that a little bit of like, it's uh he's recovering his cat, and he's kind of you know like it took a while for some people to get it. I'm I'm I was on board from the moment I heard Jordan Peele was directing a horror movie because he's a huge horror buff. Oh really. Yeah, it's interesting to know. He loves them. Huh. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm down. I'm 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 really down for this movie. Sticking with the horror, uh, there's another trailer from uh, producer A24. It comes at night is the name of the movie, and it looks really good. And I'm just gonna really quickly be like, other movie trailers. This is how you do it. Yeah. Like not giving everything away. I know nothing. Yeah, I know know. nothing about what's happening in this movie, and that's okay with me. Especially like uh, for a lot of things, I just I always feel like you know when shows and movies do like teaser trailers where they're like short and it's just like clip, 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 clip. I'm like, that's it. Like, show me aesthetically what it looks like. Give me the mood. Give me the tone. You can give me a little bit of some characters if you want to, but I don't need a lot. I don't need you to lay it out on a plate for me. When I see this thing, I'm gonna know if I'm into it or not. By the way, that kind of trailer feels. And I'm into this one. This one looks cool. I'm so into it. It kind of reminds me. I got vibes of um, there's this really good horror film um, called The Invitation mm. that's up on Netflix. Yeah. And it kind of gave me a bit of a vibe of that. Like a lot of, you know, I, we don't obviously know people's connection to each other in this one because it was so brief. But like just a lot of people at this like house and you, it's like this weird like foreboding feeling. And yeah. But um. Yeah, I'm so into it. I'm I'm very into. I mean, and hey, Riley Kehoe again, right? <laughs> hey, shout out to Riley Kehoe getting all those roles. Joel Edgerton as well, who's in looks D- to be in the main. Did we see him? In the... Yeah, he's Maybe. there. Oh, I don't, I don't think I got that he. Yeah, okay. But coming off strong from um, loving, I'm, oh, I'm excited for mm-hmm. for him to see what what else he's doing. And A24, who just produces awesome shit, so. They're kind of. I have some faith. Indie darlings right now. Yeah. They produce the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Trey, the director Trey Edward Schultz hasn't directed much, but he did a movie called Krisha, that for some reason is on my IMDb watch list. So I'm gonna oh. say it was, it was. It looked good. <laughs> <laughs> Enough for you to put on your watch list. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh god, my watch list is so long. Our last trailer is this movie from Spain that sadly there's no like word of when it'll come out ever. Called uh, a fantastic woman. How which, did you happen upon this? I'd love to know. Shout out to The Verge because they do a weekly like uh, trailers. You should watch this week. Oh. And then this trailer came up, and it looks really good. Yeah. It, so it's this story about this uh, this trans woman who's in a relationship with this guy, this older gentleman, and he dies. And the whole dynamic is the family of the guy is kind of like fuck you and you messed up with our family member and you're a monster and all this other stuff. So it, it, it seems to be going there a lot of the times and I'm, I'm really into it. 
It looks really it good. It looks intriguing. Yeah. I, I felt like the trailer was a bit long, though. Did it not feel it like it went long, on for quite but, a while? Like, I've, hmm, I almost feel like I've But watched, she doesn't say a lot. Like, no, she doesn't. You know, but like, they it's do a, show us a Yeah, it does. They show you a lot in the sense that you, you see that whole story arc of, like, they're together and then he uh, dies and then there's repercussions. But it didn't feel like I've definitely watched trailers where I'm like, all right, like, let's like, when's this over? I didn't really feel that way. Um, I think because a lot of it was visuals that, you know, that made it longer. Like they gave us the arc, but they also threw in a lot of really pretty stuff and a lot of images of her, but not necessarily her speaking much. She didn't say a lot. You hit it right in the nail where like the emotional moments are still hidden in the movie. We're just getting a good look of what it what it looks like, what it feels like what this story will be but that's not really why we're here we're here because of this incredibly interesting character and whatever her role will turn out to be and i will say knowing that it's an actual trans actor makes me more that's fantastic willing to see it yeah more more, yeah i mean i think it's a valuable story and a valuable role to have regardless but it makes it it just takes it to an entirely different level being like yes you are casting a trans woman in a lead role of a movie that looks really great well because i Mm -hmm. feel like every other movie that's tried to tell us a story about a a trans character has not been done by a trans actor like you know trans america with felicity huffman and then also there was this film that i don't even know if it ended up coming out but it was an indie where like l fanning was playing uh oh really uh I think it was a female to, to male, but people were like, hey, like there are trans actors, yeah. higher trans actors. They're already, you know, um, you know, it's harder for them to get roles maybe. So it's like, and then you go and give them a role that is tailor made for them and you give it to somebody who does not have that experience. Totally. So, um, this makes yeah, me very it's nice, happy. nice to know. And, it's, you know, especially a movie. That to the producers of uh, the Eddie Redmayne movie. Oh, remember. that's another good <laughs> example. Yeah. Mm. Um, or didn't Jared Leto do that too? Yeah, that's that another good. Yeah. yeah, so see, like, there's it happens a, all the time. Exactly. So that it's, it's nice to it. see that this is happening, and it's nice to see that it's, you know, um, in a foreign film too. Mm-hmm. So, is it? Sorry, you said it was a Spanish film, or? But like the setting looks Spain, but now you said it was Chile. Well, she's well, Chilean, yeah. also, so that doesn't like, really mean anything. I saw like the producers from Chile or something. Maybe it's in Chile. Maybe this the the accent sounds from Spain. Anyways, mm. <clears throat> it looks good. Like mm-hmm. I like I like the like the cinematography in that and those and the, yeah. it looks Some really, really good. Like artsy scenes yeah. in there. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you you guys all <laughs> like this movie. The trailer for this movie. We'll have to like try to hunt where we can find it now. Basically, right? Yeah. Like, how are we going to see this? I imagine it'll gain some traction now that I've seen the article that they picked it up and it had a Berlin mm-hmm. movie festival premiere. Like yeah, that, premiered like this week. Really, mm-hmm. right? To me, that's yeah. set, that's set for success. Let's, yeah, let's keep it might not be for like another year that it comes out, but. <laughs> well, let's hope yeah. A24 picks it up or something. We'll watch the Odeon. Sony, Sony. Sony. yeah, Sony, oh, shit, Sony right, bought it, yeah. so. Yeah, they'll, they'll bring it. We'll see. It'll, it'll, it'll have to be like a good time placement and whatnot. And the time that the, the, they're looking at that movie and going like, the time is perfect for it right now. Yeah. In Trump's America, the, tri- the time is perfect <laughs> for this see, movie. See, that's the foreign film I want to see win some shit, not L. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not you know? open that up again. No, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> yeah, let's like bring on like that kind of like yeah. a fantastic foreign movie like that into mm-hmm. the mainstream. 
For a second, I thought you said Fantastic Four. I totally thought you did too. I was let's, like, I'm just going to play that, let it go. On another note, let's give Fantastic another chance Four. to Michael B. Jordan, all right? Keep no. <laughs> I give Fantastic Four zero chances. I'm not into it. I got the moves. I got the moves. Oh, I'm making moves. You got to move. You got to move. She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. Damn. I made the city move. Like, whoa. I made the city move. I got the moves. I'm making moves. I got the moves. I got the moves. I'm making moves. I'm making moves. You gotta move. You gotta. She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. Goddamn. I made the city move. Oh. I do. I made the city move.